0: Did you know that according to the statistic I'm about to make up that 107% of bike riders prefer to be comfortable on their bike rides? That's why our sponsor this week, Pro Bike Gear, has introduced a new range of saddles which are combined with a dedicated online saddle selector. Find your perfect saddle in just a few clicks with the renewed Pro Saddle Selector on pro-bikegear.com. And now on to the VeloNews Podcast. Hello, Velo News listeners. This is Dan Cavallari, tech editor at Velo News, coming at you with another episode of Beverly Hills 90210. No, 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 no. It's the tech podcast. I'm kidding. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about a personal story. Uh, this past year, or excuse me, this past New Year's, I got injured. Uh, I hurt my spine. I got a, a bulging disc, and I was in agony. And it just so happened that that coincided with a product landing on my desk called Floyd's of Leadville CBD oil capsules. Now, you may have seen I, I published a brief article on, online at velonews.com about this very topic. What the article doesn't really get across is that I wasn't just in pain. I was in agony. And I can't take Advil. I can't take uh, ibuprofen because I'm allergic. And I don't generally enjoy putting uh, pills in my body, and and so I I was looking for some way to relieve this pain. I visited my doctor, and he gave me a bunch of stretches to do, which I've done pretty religiously, uh, and that's helped. But in the meantime, I was just in absolute pain. Uh, The other thing is I have a three-year-old daughter who I like to pick up and swing around and play with, and that was just destroying my back, too. So in in the course of my lack of self-control and inability to not pick up my daughter and play with her and not get on the bike and and ride harder than I should have, I continued to hurt my back. And so I was in pain. I was in uh, what I would say the most serious pain I've been in in quite a while. And so I was looking for some sort of pain relief, and I was a little hesitant to try this CBD oil stuff because there's not a lot of peer-reviewed articles out there, and there's sort of a stigma about all things related to marijuana and hemp. So I started to read about it, and I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. Uh, and you know what, it, it, it did end up helping me quite a bit. It was it was a good uh, anti-inflammatory, and it, it it did wonders for me. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you, but it, it did wonders for me. So I wanted to get some perspective on this CBD oil, CBD oil stuff. And so I happened to be at the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival, and there was Floyd Landis. Now, I don't want to talk about Floyd's, past or my opinion of him and, and the whole uh, drama with, with uh, doping, that's not what this is about. This is about CBD as a product for cyclists. And I wanted to get Floyd's take on why he arrived at this uh, CBD oil as a treatment for his own pain relief, uh, especially given that he had always used opioids and things that were pretty strong, and how it relates to cycling in general, and why why there's still this stigma about CBD. So, without further ado, here is uh, my interview with Floyd Landis at the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. But uh, please bear with me; it's it's a little bit loud because there was a band going on. It's a rowdy festival and a lot of fun, uh, but it, it does make for some some uh, some background noise. I apologize for that in advance. Uh, here is Floyd. I wanted to talk to you about you know where this came from, why you chose this, um, and why you chose Leadville of all places. So let's start let's start with the Leadville question. Well, you know, I've always kind of had an
1: attachment to that place, and I was looking to get into the marijuana business initially, <clears throat> and so I was thinking to myself, where do I want to where do I want to be in Colorado? And Denver's pretty saturated with dispensaries, and so I looked up in in Leadville. I went back up to Leadville, drove around a bit. I hadn't been there in probably seven eight years. This is two years ago, um, and I decided this is a, this is a good place to locate. It's relatively central in the state, mm-hmm. so for distribution, it's it's good for us. The winters are a little grim, but yeah. summers are great, and the town does a good job of attracting all kinds of people. Every every weekend, there's some big event up there, um, and so you know it also it's also got the you know the, the the big bike race event that goes that goes on there it has been going on there since probably I don't know when they started early '90s maybe. Yeah, a long time there, yeah. um, but it's known for that, right? And so I thought if we could come up with a brand that was sort of tied to that, it actually made sense. And so, yeah, so that's where we're at at the moment. We have a um, up until now we have not had a, a, a retail store. Um, we purchased one of the dispensaries in, in Leadville. We're moving it over to um, the location that we have, that we bought a couple years ago, and so we'll have our own um, actual retail dispensary.
0: Was it was it always your intention to market this toward cyclists, or was it more of a broad, general, just pain relief uh, sort of solution for you?
1: It, for me, it was more just a general pain management thing. I mean, that's what I used it for. We tied it to cycling because we knew that that was a way for us to jumpstart it, obviously. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure, <laughs> frankly what the response would be when we said I was coming out selling marijuana. I mean, I knew it would be funny. I just didn't know if it would be bad or or good. But honestly, okay, aside from all the funny jokes, no one really thought too much of it. I mean, I think there's still a small fraction of the population that sees marijuana as taboo or even bad, but very few people left. I I mean, people are coming around. And look, you you can do too much of anything. You can abuse it. (laughs) But use reasonably, like alcohol or anything else, it's not. Yeah. It's not what it's been sold. To everybody has, and so it wasn't necessarily tied to cycling because we're marketing it to cyclists. But that was a way for us to exploit that, you know, fame if you yeah.
0: want to call it that. How did how did the uh, the coalition with Dave Zabriskie come about? <laughs> uh, he was asking me the last couple of years what
1: he he's like. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do, and it's hard. I mean, this is and this, you know, not complaining. It's just a f- matter of fact. Um, Athletes generally have a hard time assimilating into the real world when they're done. It's hard. Not just cyclists, but anybody. Right. And because of what happened to me, and in some ways I was lucky because I was throwing the fuck out when I was 30, so I had I was young enough to go figure out something else to right. do. And Dave was in the middle of that process and would be calling me and saying, hey, what are we going to do? And I said, I had this idea. I was going to start this thing. And initially he was like, all right, I'll help and I'll be involved, but I don't want to be, I don't want my name to be on it. Sure. But once once we announced it with my name on, he saw the reaction. He was like, "Ah, oh, it's fine." He didn't care. Yeah. I mean, excuse me. Um, at the end of the day, he's one of my better friends in cycling, and one one of the few guys I actually stayed in touch with. And I like being around him. He's very good. He's very good at some things, and he's very entertaining, and he's yeah. very good with people, and <laughs> he's he's That's awesome. I really like the guy. Yeah, no, people love him. They really do. I mean, he's he is genuinely funny good person and he's funny I think partly because he's a little shy and so he doesn't know how to react to people sure. <laughs> so he comes up with these funny things to yeah. say he's a piece of work yeah. I quit racing a long time yeah, before right. that right yeah. and so he had just recently retired and was trying to figure out what to do no, and, I and I said look man you, you know you can stay in cycling but there's and it's hard it's hard to get out like if that's all you did a lot of people just end up staying in cycling in some way I mean but I think just as a matter of mental health it's good to be away from cycling yeah. sometimes yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah even even for me man like you know sometimes i just need the break i get it um it's not directed at any given person in cycling it's just it's a strange group of people yeah. and and i like all of them they're they're great and there's good personalities but yeah. it's it's bizarro world yeah speaking of bizarro world we're at a mountain bike festival how different is that for you it's oh it's this is crazy i
1: you know i'd mountain bikes for a long time before i started racing on the road but this is 20 years ago and Everything changed. Mountain bikes change for one thing. I mean, they're motorcycles now without yeah. without the motor. <laughs> at least at this Mo- particular event. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's fun, and it, but it's an entirely different atmosphere. Yeah. And also because there's no race. But it's 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 a lot of fun. Everybody's yeah. just out here. Yeah.
0: Do Do people recognize you here the way
1: they do in road communities? No, they wouldn't. I mean, I'm wearing a shirt with my name on, which I kind of <laughs> fucked it up. But yeah. ordinarily, it's. An easier place to be than than in a road race. They feel pretty accepting, and and people are just... But honestly, even in road races, people don't ever really say anything. I mean, once in a while, somebody will make some stupid comment, but for the most part, people, I don't really know what they think, but they're always pleasant and happy to see you. I don't know. I mean, Enough time has passed, I think, that most people are fine with it.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about pain. Now, I know um, when you were racing, you had some a pretty high-profile hip injury. Um, was that sort of the beginning of you seeking out different pain remedies, and, and is that essentially what led to Floyd's of Leadville?
1: Well, that, so that was the beginning of what, I guess, yeah, you could say that that was the beginning of the process, but back then, I didn't. I mean, I just took pharmaceutical pain medication, whatever they gave me. I mean, I injured it in 2002, 2003, I guess, the beginning of the year. Um, I broke it, and, and I had a couple of surgeries, and so I was prescribed all kinds of yeah. Vicodin and OxyContin and these things. And surprisingly, that stuff is still legal in cycling. I mean, not to go on a tangent, but like, <laughs> like I can't I can't believe they haven't banned that stuff. And they know. And I've told them like, they yeah. know what people do. Like they, we would just take before a time trial, we would take an injection of three or four hundred milligrams of caffeine and 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 opiate painkillers, some kind of like. Oh, I mean, you don't feel anything. It's yeah. the greatest thing ever, <laughs> but it's not good. I mean, right. it's bad in every way. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that just exacerbated. Like it was always around. Like, I could have it when I needed. I didn't really, I didn't really abuse it in the sense that I was addicted to it. Then I was using it for pain when I needed it. Yeah. And cycling was my addiction, right? But the problem was when I when I stopped cycling, I had my hip replaced, and so I had hip pain again. And I got all this 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 pain medication, mm-hmm. you know, Norco and OxyContin and i just started using it to get through life cuz a bunch of other bullshit going on so um, fortunately i i had enough you know support around me that I, I never ended up dead over it but it's a big problem it's a yeah. real it's a real problem and it's not it, these these people aren't weak people they they start out with a real reason to use it and immediately figure out it can help you deal with other kinds of stress yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the next thing you know you're addicted to it so then i I was hooked on that stuff for a couple of years, and then it, I finally just—I had I tried marijuana a couple of times, just recreationally, before that, and I'd never tried it back when I was racing. But um, somebody said, "Why don't you just stop taking the, the, you know, the opiate stuff and see if the marijuana will help?" And but the thing is, I don't really—I I, don't—I like marijuana from time to time, just recreationally, but I don't like. I don't. I don't want to be high all the time. Like I, I needed to manage the pain, but I need to be able to function. Like I don't yeah. just want to be high all day. Right. If the pain wasn't that bad. I mean, there are people that need it all the time, and yeah. that's fine. But so um, I tried this, uh, this the CBD side of it, which I thought initially I thought it was more of just kind of a gimmick. Um, people trying to sell marijuana products without THC, just because it's easier to sell and less regulated. But it turns out that. Uh, the CBD stuff, despite the fact that it's not psychoactive, you don't necessarily feel a you know mental state change. It has a lot of the same medicinal properties and the same pain mitigation properties. Um, so I just started using that. As we were you know working through the marijuana startup, decided to just start selling the CBD stuff to see if we could get any traction with that. It's... It's good for us too because we we have a decent amount of web traffic on our site just because we go am and we didn't really have a way to exploit that before because you have to be in Colorado to buy anything THC at least from our company um, so we launched the CBD thing and it's done it's done really well I, yeah. it's sort of a, you can see it if you watch just the way the way people have been ordering it. It's kind of organic, and people they tell their friends about it, and it's it's grown at a pretty good rate. And so I thought we could start doing a little more publicity stuff like this, and and I like it too. I mean, I honestly, there's just some things about bike racing that I miss. And yeah, this is a good substitute for that. Sure, sure.
0: <laughs> Feels a little more welcoming, yeah. and yeah. It's, so when you uh, when you first started the CBD uh, business, what was what was the initial reaction both to um, the product and to you? Uh, in particular I mean I, I know you said it was a little bit nerve-wracking first uh, and it sounds like it's it's sort of worked past that um, what what has it been like for you in the last year of this this new venture I mean have you been stoked is it like this new world you, or is it just sort of like yeah at least it's something to do you know
1: no it's good it's I mean it's there's, there's a lot that goes into it, as a start, right? we have a couple of guys and we're just trying to figure things out, none of us have ever started a business before, but I think we've gotten to the point now where we've, we've got an organization, an organization to what we're doing, yeah. because at first it was just like, okay, right. we're just guessing, yeah. but I think that's what everyone does, and so yeah, there was a lot of, the, the first year was a bit a bit stressful. Um, but now that we got some traction, it's taken off, and it's sort of self-sustaining. It's not that, it's not stress-free, but it's fun now. It's, like, yeah. it's an adventure. Like You can make decisions. Like What are we going to do? Yeah. Which direction are we going to go with the resources we have? And that part, I like that part. It's fun. Yeah.
0: What's uh, What's next for Floyd's? Are you guys expanding? Do you have new products or anything coming out?
1: Um, we purchased a, disp- a dispensary up in uh, Leadville, so we'll have our first storefront there. And then we're in the, in the process of negotiating a few other dispensaries. I'd like to have a couple in that mountain area um there vale doesn 't have any, but you know west of there is a bunch of dispensaries and some of those towns And, and they 're nice and they do they do decent business and like i said denver's pretty saturated and, and there 's price competition there but in the mountain mountain towns the prices have held up pretty well and so um we 're looking to get a couple more storefronts and then um we may or may not add more more products to the line of the, line, the CBD line. We, we are going to add one product in about two weeks, and I can send you some of that. It's a it's a recovery protein shake mix uh, with CBD in it. It'd be 25 milligrams in a in a serving. And uh, I, I kind of that's tiptoed into that too. It's it's for me. I use it as a medicine. So and and people are putting it in all kinds of things, yeah. you know, coffee and all these things. But at the end of the day, it's it's got these medicinal properties that people want. And. I don't want to just make a bunch of different food products and see which one works and but i do think that you know for recovery after a ride once once you're you know over the age of 30 things don't you know they ache more or whatever and so it's a good time to do it so i think a recovery drink actually makes sense but um the
0: rest of our focus is going to be on on the marijuana side in colorado Uh, I got two quick questions, and then I'll, I'll let you get back to it. Um, one is, uh, when you're developing these products, uh, where, who, did, who are you collaborating with? Who's helping you, to, you know, figure out what works and what doesn't?
1: Well, so that's a big issue for the whole industry because there's, there hasn't been enough time where it's been accepted for there to have been real large-scale studies. Um, but so we have no choice but to just rely on at the moment anecdotes and, and our own experience. And but there's enough uh, enough. it it has there there are so few people that have that have called us and said hey this didn't work Um, and everyone else has has reached out and said look this stuff this stuff's real thanks thanks for making it Um, and so you know I, I, I don't Yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that thought, but (laughs) but people like it. People like drugs is my point.
0: (laughs) People like drugs. This is the takeaway. All right, one last question, which um, uh, happened, I think this this week or last, um, you had an interesting uh, exchange with uh, Wada. What? Tell me about that.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, look, we so we first of all, I have nothing but contempt for them, but that's beside (laughs) the point. They have a list of banned substances, most of which no one would even recognize or attempt to use given the opportunity, right? And they don't have any—they don't have any performance-enhancing benefit. Very few of the things on the list have performance-enhancing benefit, but it freaks people out, and people don't want to buy supplements, they don't want to buy these other things, and—and and that's all fine. They should be careful about what they buy, regardless. But yeah. at the end of the day, WADA is the one creating all of the—all of the—the the, the risk, simply because it, it's an—it's an. Un, it's an un, there's no way that anybody that's racing knows what the list is. No, there's nobody out there that does. I don't even think WADA knows what's on it. But they do—they did make an announcement that they were taking CBD off, so obviously made it made a point of saying that it was approved by wad not approved not our product necessarily and we wouldn't by the way we wouldn't want an endorsement from wad i'd be embarrassed to be associated with them but we did put on our website a statement that says they've taken off the list and it's you know indirectly approved and approved right (laughs) and they got upset and they said that they don't approve products which fuck them they should I mean, how, how's anyone supposed to know what they're allowed to take? If they just put, they want to, they, they want to have this organization, and they're the morality police, and they don't want any risk. Then that's unacceptable. They should, they should provide a list of substances that they've looked into the, the manufacturing process and say, look, we, we say that these, are, this is acceptable. And then if there's a cross contamination issue, and the person shows that they bought that, then they should be like, oh, there's no reason to not have that system. But they're, they're, they're. First of all, they're corrupt, and they're not even actually trying to stop anyone from using drugs. And so the fact that CBD was on the list in the first place should tell you exactly how much thought they put into anything. These guys have no idea what's going on. So they sent us a letter saying that we have to take it down, and I haven't done that yet, but...
0: I may at some point. I saw a great a great Instagram exchange. It was it was, it was, a lot of fun.
1: It might have been a little overly aggressive, but...
0: <laughs> Makes for good comedy, right? Well, Lloyd Floyd, thanks for your time. I don't want to take you away from the fun of the festival too much, but uh, I really do appreciate coming and uh, sitting back and, and checking out the, uh, the, uh, the CBD products with me. So uh, have a good time. Appreciate it, man. All right, thanks. So it sure makes it sound like CBD is sort of this cure all, but I want to be careful to mention that uh, it's not. It's really it's it's a pain relief uh, option for sure. And if you do a quick internet search, search you'll see there's a lot of claims about what CBD can do. It's 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 mentioned as an anti-inflammatory, uh, anxiety relief, insomnia mitigation. Um, I you know I I suffer from some of that stuff, anxiety in particular. And I can't say with any certainty that it helped. So, um, you know, the claims are still pretty nebulous, and and there's not a lot of peer review articles out there to support or negate many of these claims. And that's probably the biggest drawback of CBD. The other thing to consider is that uh, nobody seems to have a clear uh, understanding of what the dosage recommendations should be. So because CBD is still in that early stage of of research, um, there's a lot of uh, questions swirling around it. So you kind of have to, you know, you have to be a little careful about it. However, uh, it's also important to note the difference between CBD and marijuana in general. So marijuana, you know, you smoke a joint and you get high, and that's because it has THC in it. Uh, that's the psychoactive uh, component of marijuana that gets you that, that swimmy high. CBD doesn't do that. There's no THC. So you're not going to feel high. Um, and so it's, it's important to understand that this is not like going out and smoking weed. Um, so it's a pretty low-risk thing. Uh, but you do want to you know, start with a low dose and sort of work your way up to see how it affects you. The most common side effects I've seen listed is diarrhea. And I haven't had that. So, uh, and, and honestly, I haven't had any other uh, side effects that I can that I can tell. So. To me, it seems like a pretty low-risk proposition to give this a go if you're experiencing chronic pain, if you come back from a long ride and, you you know, you want to get ahead of, of recovery. And in fact, uh, Floyd had mentioned that, you know, they're considering doing a recovery drink that's CBD-laced, uh, I guess, for a better word. So there are those benefits for, for cyclists, which is important. But the biggest question of all right now is legality. Uh, is CBD legal? Well, as you heard uh, Floyd say in the interview, it is uh, not on the WADA uh, banned list, so you're okay there. Uh, But is it legal in the US? Well, yes ish. Uh, (laughs) It's still sort of in flux. Um, Right now, Floyd's website ships all over the country, and most CBD. Uh, distributors that I've seen will do the same. They'll ship all over the U.S., can't ship it internationally. And there are some pretty vague uh, rules and laws about where the CBD comes from, Uh, not only in regards to whether it comes from the marijuana plant or from the hemp plant or what the difference there is. I mean, all that sort of a gray area, but also whether it comes from outside the country or inside the country. So there, there are a lot of gray areas, and I would say before you purchase any of this stuff, it's probably best to see if it's legal in your area. Uh, the rules might vary by state, and of course the federal regulations are in flux, uh, and so it's, it's best to do your homework on this. Uh, and I can't say this enough, you know, it's probably best to talk to your doctor before you dive in and try this. What I can tell you is that in my experience with Floyd's of Leadville – Uh, products, it has been a net benefit for me, Uh, not only in terms of pain relief, but also in terms of of recovery. Um, And uh, it's it's sort of, for me, a a low risk, like I said, proposition to sort of uh, address problems I've had for a long time that I was medicating with um, stuff that's kind of hard on my body, Tylenol, for example, which, first of all, doesn't do a whole lot. Uh, in terms of pain relief, but also it's really hard on your liver. CBD is actually supposed to be good for your liver, according to some of the claims I've seen. Um, the other downside to this is it's kind of pricey. Uh, you can look on Floyd's of Leadville's website to see how much uh, it costs. So this isn't something you'd want to take uh, every day, unless you you know, unless you've got the money to fund that, so you know, there's trade offs, of course. And I think until this becomes a little bit more mainstream and common, the prices are going to stay kind of high. The claims are going to be kind of crazy. I mean, I saw I think I saw one website that said this can help cure cancer or treat cancer. Uh, it, it's a little a little wacky and out there. Uh, but my my experience with it is that it's it's more than just some sort of hippy dippy uh, you know natural. Uh, uh wacky claims it's uh, a pain relief that's better than medications. It actually does do what it says it's going to do in terms of uh, anti-inflammation. So I would recommend giving it a go. Um, there's other companies out there. you don't necessarily have to go with Floyds of Leadville. that just happens to be what landed on my desk. Um, but you know it's worth keeping a close eye on. If you've got uh, questions, comments about this podcast or any of the others, uh, please do comment on Facebook or tweet at me. Uh, my handle on Twitter and Instagram is at Dan. I would love to hear what you guys think of CBD. And if you've got recommendations for other tech topics you would like to hear me discuss on the Vela News Tech Podcast, please do let me know. Thank you guys very much for listening today.